This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. July 28, 2020, the Wells Notice Edition. And we start with that story from the Wall Street Journal. Armor Under has received a Wells Notice from the SEC Uh, and this warns founder Kevin Plank and its chief financial officer that they could face civil enforcement actions related to the company's past accounting practices. Under Armour said the SEC last Wednesday sent the Wells notice to CEO Plank and CFO David Bergman. The notices relate to the company's disclosures around its accounting practices in 2015 and 2016 and its pull-forward sales during those periods. Wells notices a letter from the SEC saying that it tends to bring an enforcement action against a company or an individual and gives the recipient a chance to argue why it should not be taken. The Wall Street Journal has previously reported on the SEC investigating Under Armour's accounting practices to determine whether the company shifted sales from quarter to quarter to appear healthier. So, more trouble for Under Armour. Next up, also from the Wall Street Journal, from our good friend Dylan Tokar over at the Risk and Compliance Journal, uh, the Sculptor Capital Management Entity has agreed to pay $136 million to former investors in a Congolese mine who were found by a court to be victims of a decade-old bribery scheme involving the hedge fund. The proposed settlement would resolve a claim that has hung over Sculptor since shortly after it agreed to settle U.S. criminal charges relating to the bribery scheme in 2016. The claim had prevented the hedge fund from finalizing that part of the agreement. Bribery victims can often be difficult to identify, and they rarely come forward asking for restitution. So this $136 million settlement is believed to be the first time a company has compensated victims of bribery under the U.S. FCPA. News of the possible settlement emerged earlier this month when an investor informed a judge overseeing the case of a, of a tentative deal. This is, of course, the offshoot of OCZIF, which changed its name and in the wake of its massive FCPA fine from 2016. So good news for uh, some uh, defrauded investors, certainly uh, good news for anti-bribery and anti-corruption practitioners, and now uh, perhaps we can start having some actual restitution going forward. Finally, in an article to no doubt piss off Donald Trump beyond belief, uh, it turns out that obese politicians are more prone to corruption. A study, uh, while measuring corruption is an inexact and imperfect science, uh, research from the University of Montpellier in France shows that average body mass can be a convenient proxy variable for political corruption. 
Uh, so Donald Trump, boy, that one's right for you. And finally, uh, from KYC360, a Wirecard probe in Philippines focuses on two bankers who may have forged documents. Philippine investigators are investigating dozens of people around Wirecard and are focusing on two bank employees who may have facilitated a multinational accounting scandal. Wirecard had claimed that some $2.1 billion in cash was that had been on its balance sheet was transferred to accounts in the Philippine banks, but the banks, Banco de Oro and Banco of Philippine Islands, denied the accounts existed and that the money never entered the financial system, hence the imbroglio. It's going to be interesting to see what compensation, bribe, or other payment uh, was made to the persons who allegedly falsified the documents and forged them, but that's a story for another day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Compliance News, which is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. 